0: Welcome to the Raw Relationships Podcast. We strive to keep relationships real and wonderful. Melissa brings you insight from her own experiences, along with interviews with the top experts on all things relationship, relationships with others, as well as the relationship we have with ourselves. Let's get raw. Hi, everyone, and welcome to my podcast. Tonight, we are going to be talking about PTSD. Um, I know I've done a couple different podcasts about it, but I really feel that the message needs to get out um, because this disorder is real and it does affect many, 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 many many people. So um, tonight we're going to talk to Anna Dow and uh, Anna is an author of the book called Bent, Not Broken, A Family's Guide to Surviving PTSD. And she has been seen on CBS News, Fox, um, NBC, ABC, whole bunch of different um, places and, and media outlets. So I'm totally super excited to have her with me today. So Anna is has first-hand experience in helping others conquer challenges and guiding them toward solutions. Growing up, she was separated from both her parents for the majority of her childhood. But through these difficult circumstances, Anna learned the life skills necessary to survive in the trenches, no matter what life throws at her. Um, She is an international speaker, coach, guide, and mentor with many satisfied clients in the past. So she has really dealt with PTSD and she just really wants to get on that platform and, and educate others and speak out. So without further ado... So welcome, Anna, and thank you so much for joining me on the podcast this evening.
1: Thank you. It's a pleasure.
0: Awesome. How are you this evening?
1: I'm oh, very good. Thank you for asking. How about yourself?
0: I'm good. I'm good. The weather's nice, so I'm happy. Please mm-hmm. um, introduce yourself to our listeners um, about what it is you do, and especially about your new book, Bent, Not Broken. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I love the title. I <laughs> love it. Oh,
1: thank you. Thank you. So the book title is Bent, Not Broken, Finding Your Power, Passion, and Purpose. It's a family survival guide to post-traumatic stress disorder. Okay. And I am um, an author, <laughs> I am uh, an international speaker, and a coach, and mm-hmm. uh, I carry the message to especially women or spouses who are in relationships that um, support someone with post-traumatic stress disorder. So it could be spouses, could be parents, could be you know siblings, someone who could be girlfriend, boyfriend, um, but m- m- most of my targets... Uh, population, so to speak, or more, more, most of my followers are, are women. Mm-hmm. So I'm all about women empowerment and, and helping them through um, the hard times and, and, you know, if it's being a, a caretaker to someone with post-traumatic stress disorder or, um, you know, living or, or um, grieving someone uh, who either passed away or, or is still sitting next to them, however very in a different very different person. Yeah. So um, what
0: made you come into this, writing this book? You're wondering.
1: So my personal story, for sure, I do have a, a degree in psychology, so that, that kind of tied in. That's how the universe was preparing me for, for my marriage. Uh, I'm married to, to my husband, who is uh, a sufferer um, uh, of post-traumatic stress disorder. And he has post-traumatic stress disorder from his uh, military career, Canadian military career. And during okay. our lives together, I've realized, uh, you know, I've done tons of research on the subject, and uh, I've realized that there is support for the suffer, but there's very mm-hmm. few for the family. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, and we need the support as much as anybody else, or more sometimes, and uh, and hence the book. Yeah, I felt that mm-hmm. there wasn't enough, and and there there's always um, room for more. And I uh, decided that you know this is this is what I was called for, and this is what what my where my passion is, and helping others, and 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 really um, helping them transform, and and seeing them, uh, showing them the 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 light on the light at the end of the tunnel, and which is not an upcoming train. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But you know yeah. there there could be there could be um you know they could have it all and and even after or or during the turbulent times
0: mhm now what what are some of the the things that um partners deal with when they're when they're dealing with a spouse that is suffering from post traumatic stress disorder,
1: oh my goodness, where do I start <laughs> well, <it's>, uh... <laughs> There is definitely um, this is a very known term for for those those of your listeners who know anything about post traumatic stress disorder or or addictions or or any type of um, mental uh, conditions. Uh, there's a term walk in on that show. So so mm-hmm. those relationships are very unpredictable. Um, you know, it's, um, we never know who is going to get out of bed when that person gets triggered, what triggers them. Uh, especially when, when, when you know the 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 family member isn't educated on post-traumatic stress disorder, or the sufferer mm-hmm. is not properly diagnosed, or even doesn't recognize that, that that's what they're suffering from. Um, mm-hmm. so there's a lot of unpredictability, inter- a lot of dependency, because uh, a lot of the sufferers are, are, have lost uh, a lot of the abilities to function the the everyday life. Um, and again, mm-hmm. there's different uh, levels of, of 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 PTSD, like in anything, any other disorders or 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 um, conditions. Um. So it depends where they are at, but uh, there's there's a lot of responsibilities and taking care of another person. Um, and you know, I mean, it comes from being the uh, the breadwinner to taking care of the kids if there are, and taking care of the spouse. Um, being uh, in the front line of their outbursts and, you know, dealing with their emotional roller coasters um, at the top of everything that, that they're dealing with themselves, right? Because um, most of the time in those relationships, the spouse, let's say for the argument's sake that we're talking about the spouses, um, develop a condition called the secondary traumatization. So they're traumatized from from the spouse's trauma. So they right. have all sorts of problems that they're doing them, themselves, but now mm-hmm. they have the whole world of that they that they're needed, and and that's unfortunately a lot of um, relationships and marriages break up because it, the the burden is too big. Right, and it would probably
0: cause a lot of, um, you know, like just resentment and build up of these questions like, what is wrong with this person, especially if they're not educated, right?
1: Absolutely, yeah.
0: Mhm. Yeah, I could definitely see where it might get confusing for some people, especially. Um, who would you suggest for them? You know, obviously self-help is good um, by looking at books and stuff, but what would you suggest for them to do um, on, a, if they haven't been diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder, possibly.
1: So let me clarify the question. Um, what should the sufferers do, or what should the mm-hmm. or the family members do? Well, I think both. I guess mm-hmm. for both people. So, yeah. So, so first of all, you know, we have to be very mindful of that everybody has a free will, and we can't make them go to the doctor and get the diagnosis if they're not ready, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I see that with, with clients and um, it's, it's across the board anywhere in the world that, you know, especially the, uh, the uniform professions, uh, those, mm. those people are trained to be the alpha, right? And for mm-hmm. them to go to the doctor and say, hey, do I have a mental condition is something that not a lot of them are open to or at least right. at first. Right. So, right. so it's it's hard for for the family members to to ask them to do that if they're not willing. Um right. I'm a huge advocate for you know we need to take care of ourselves uh, in order to to be healthy ourselves and then we can take other uh, we can help others. So uh-huh. for the spouses or family members, I would I would strongly um, recommend to to seek help. Go to your family mm-hmm. doctor and says that hey you know this is what I'm dealing with please give me a referral to a psychologist or psychiatrist. Um and then, you know, get the professional help because it is it, very overwhelming and, and and again, educate yourself as much as you can on your own, um, because there there's there's tons of supports right now. There's you know, with with social media and and um, you know, the support groups and stuff like that. It's it's um, it, it's much better and it's much more accessible now than, than it was when, when I when, um, you know, my husband was diagnosed in, back in 2006 or 2008. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there, was, there was hardly anything for the family. There was very little resources. So um, educate mm-hmm. yourself. You know, read books. Um, read blogs. Um, and, and again, lean on, on other people who are going through the same thing or has gone through the same thing. Um, uh-huh. those family members or those spouses have a tendency of, of isolating themselves because uh-huh. still the stigma is there. The mental health stigma is, is very much still here. It's lessening, which is, which is great to see, but it's still uh-huh. very much here, and a lot of people don't understand it. So, yeah. um, you know, for example, in my example, when, when I was talking to my family or friends, a lot of them could not even comprehend, you know, and a lot of them after, you know, the first or second time of, of leaning on them, said, what are you doing? Why are you in this relationship to begin with, right? So mm-hmm. that's the difference between the invisible disabilities and the visible disabilities. When somebody mm-hmm. is, you know, lose a limb, um, everybody's like, oh, that poor guy or that poor girl, you know, that they, they, they're suffering. But then, mm-hmm. you know, there's people who are suffering, you know, on a different platform uh, mentally, and, but we, we can't see it. So it's mm-hmm. so much easier to judge and and not feel the compassion, right? So so my oh, yeah. family and friends, uh, of course there were there were some that were amazing and you know, <laughs> I mean they mm-hmm. they they helped me tremendously. So I'm not discounting that you know I didn't have people around me, but but at some point I even myself, felt like I don't even want to talk to anybody because nobody gets that, right? Until mm-hmm. I found the support groups where I was physically surrounded. By people who are like, you don't even have to answer. Or you don't even have to finish the the sentence. We get it, because yeah. you know, with it's specifically in in this arena. This is you know the uh, the the circle is very exclusive. If I can just you know say it that way, um, mm-hmm. it's, you know, there's there's certain things that are that are not like any others in, in those relationships, right? And, and then that's why if somebody is not getting it or haven't been there or haven't been educated on that, um, you know, they, they can't really comprehend, right? And, and the, the easiest right. thing is to, to say, well, get out. <laughs> you know, yeah. know, again, because it's, it's not going to end well. And, and again, I, I'm not advocating for staying in abusive relationships absolutely mm-hmm. not. perfect you know, that, that I always I oh, I'm a huge advocate for 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 everyone to really look within and see can I still do it or can I give and can I you know because at the end of the day we need to look out after ourselves we need to if there's small children we have to look at after them first mm-hmm. right we cannot yeah. help anybody like I said earlier if, if we're not healthy ourselves and that's, you know, physical, that's in spirit, that's, that's in, in our, our mental health is super important. And it's very easy to, to, to kind of lose that perspective when we're in it, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and because we love the family members so much and, and we want to help them that, that we kind of, you know, put ourselves under um, a lot of pressure and, and you know, and, and sometimes it's too much. Right, and we're mm-hmm. sliding down right with them and it, and it just, just gets worse and worse and worse. Yeah, and I think kind of in some aspects um,
0: it may, you know, it kind of is a little bit of a, a emotional abuse perhaps, right? Because, mm. you know, they're not doing it on purpose to, you know, but it just comes across that way because especially I think as women... Uh, we tend to internalize so much, you know, thinking we're doing something wrong and Mm -hmm. it's us and they're not happy. And and really, when it comes down to the disorder itself, that's what it is. It has nothing to do with Mm -hmm. us, right?
1: Yeah. And that's a good point. However, I want to say that I've seen people who are using the PTSD as a crutch, right? And, and, you know, getting away with with anything because they're just kind of, you know, saying, "Oh yeah, I've got PTSD. So leave me alone, right?" So, right. so there's that, yeah. that. in the relationship to be able to survive and and to 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 have some some level of of um of health, if if I can again say that, mm-hmm. there has to be trust, right, That's between right. the partners or, or or the um or the family members that that you know that person is not taking it to a different level where they're completely you know using the ptsd and and, and they just want to get away with with anything right so, so right. That, that's yeah. for, for that yeah yeah so you'd
0: want they'd want to make sure in order to kind of make things work as a healthy relationship you'd want to make mm-hmm. sure that they're wanting to help themselves as well not just kind of going with it because <laughs> yeah. I yeah. think like you said people do do that because it's kind of a cop-out right maybe in a way right. an emotional checkout you know And yeah. and I think like you said with with men especially mm-hmm. that Sometimes that's what they're looking for <laughs> if they can't, Maybe. or humans, I suppose, right. that can't right. deal
1: with the connection. Yeah. You know? And it's, again, such a fine line because sometimes they, they don't, don't, don't have the coping skills, right? So mm-hmm. it looks like, it might look like they're doing something on purpose, and really they're not. They're just, right. you know, they're, they're dealing with the emotions, they're dealing with the whole thing um, the best they can right? So mm-hmm. it's really hard to, to gauge and judge. And that's why I always recommend to, to get the professional help, because mm-hmm. it can go down real fast, you know, yeah. and, and uh, you know, and, and if there is a chance for, for like, like uh, for example, for a marriage to survive, on their own, those two people like are losing their faith. And, you know, that the one partner feels that the other one doesn't support them and vice versa and stuff. And And it's really Mm -hmm. important to have, you know, the the professionals judging, judge the whole thing and and help them through that, through that. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. And is that, that's probably what you did as well. Because if I remember reading correctly, you and your husband did get back together after some time.
1: Yes. Yes. So, so John and I got to the point where it was too much to handle. Uh, mm-hmm. We had small kids at that time. They're not that, that small anymore. They're still small, but not that small. Um, mm-hmm. And it got to the point where, where it was just very unhealthy for us to stay together, and we decided to, to part ways. And we were separated mm-hmm. for two and a half years. Um, the good thing is that, that both of us actually took the time of separation and, and really learned about ourselves and, you know, really got healthy and gave ourselves time to heal and, and really became friends um, and, mm-hmm. you know, really supported ourselves in, in within our careers and within who we are as people and, and really met on the, the same level when it comes to raising our children and not to, you know, divide them or, or have them feeling like we're not together when it comes to raising them. And based on that, um, you know, when we separated, we never thought we were going to be actually getting back together. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, at some point, we we decided that we were, we're going to give it a shot, and you know that was that was over a year ago, and we're very much in marriage counseling still, right? So, mm-hmm. and, and we're, we haven't been stronger ever in in our life, and we've been together for the first time around for for over ten years, eleven years married, wow, um, and together uh, thirteen years. So, and so now, that now stronger year, when than we ever. Got back together. Yeah, we haven't. We've never been stronger. And and you know, there's key components. There's that trust is back. You know, we obviously needed to to gain that trust again. It wasn't just,
0: you know, blind,
1: blindly given because we came in to to back to the marriage with with a huge package, right? So mm-hmm. so I mean, we're we're both very much triggered on 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 you know everyday, well, maybe not on everyday basis, but but we we do still get triggered, but. Now we have much better communication skills. We recognize mm-hmm. for what it is, and um, we, we, I can't stress enough, we talk about everything so much, and, you know, and, and again, with, with with our doctors and, and between ourselves, too.
0: Mm-hmm. So, um, And do you guys have, like, a certain plan? So, like, if he does get triggered, does he, like, do you have certain um, plans set in order so that he can say, yeah. okay... You know, I'm at this point. <laughs>
1: Could yep. you tell us a little bit about that, if you don't mind? Absolutely. Um, and and again, this is key because, like I said, PTSD is not really something that you can get cured from, but you can mm-hmm. live with it and and be, and and manage it very well, right? So mm-hmm. again, the the will, um, are you willing to, right? And do whatever it takes. Um, so, mm-hmm. for example, if, if John gets triggered. Um, we we have code words, right? And then okay. um, you know he if he needs to get away, then he he's left alone, right? And and he okay. trusts that you know I would not violate that 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 uh, that rule, and I would give him that time alone, right? And then he cools down, and and then he comes back, and we talk about it if, if I'm ready uh, for that as well, right? So so we have code right. words. We we have a lot of respect. We have a lot of compassion for one another you know, I have mm-hmm. again that, that trust that I can I can be very open and say, Hey, that really pisses me off. That really triggers me and that reminds me of, of a lot of stuff from our past and you know, he's gonna although that's uncomfortable for him, that's going uh, I mean he, he spends hours sometimes just discussing it with me and, and and you know, explaining it to me and, and stuff like that. So where, before, oh, wow. you know, he he would get triggered and he would leave. I mean like you know what the the fight flight of um flight mm-hmm. or freeze, well, John mm-hmm. had the flight, but then when he got triggered, he would, he would flee and he would be gone for days. <laughs> right now, oh, no. he gets triggered. I know he's triggered because he lets me know, or, or I, can, I can literally intuitively know that he's been triggered, and, mm-hmm. and he's gone for, for an hour or two, right? So, right. So, it's, so it's something that we all need in any relationship. We need ourselves. Yeah. Um, but yeah. now it's now it's uh, much healthier, and and we have that understanding that you know we can never go back to to the way we were, or this is never going to work, right? So. Right. Yeah, and then that I guess
0: you know him being gone for three days, that's where the trust would come in, right? Like where the heck have you Absolutely. been
1: <laughs> for three right. days? And that, and yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. And it's so complex because you know a mm-hmm. lot of times I didn't even know where he was if he was okay. You mm-hmm. know, I mean. You know, at the end of the day, you you hear so many so many people with post-traumatic stresses are committing suicide, and you know mm-hmm. going go, you know going all kinds of different paths and drugs and addictions and and alcohol and stuff. And you know, when I didn't see him for for the few days or whenever he was gone, I would go crazy, right? And and yeah. then you know the trust would be gone, and then until the next time, and you know, I mean, you can only take so much, and and there's the the everyday yeah. life in between, right? Mhm, so,
0: yeah, yeah, not to, yeah, like you said, you've got kids on top of that, small kids, and you're right. trying to run the house and the family and work and That's all these right. sorts of things, yeah, it's got to be very yeah. stressful, I can't, yeah. and I can't imagine. Are,
1: and that, right, and and the kids are observing it, and you know mm-hmm. and they're taking this on on themselves, and they're right. seeing, seeing a parent you know loving parent who plays with them and stuff like that all of a sudden either not there or, yeah. or not there in, in, in person, you know, and, uh, and, and, and they're taking it very personally, right? And,
0: mm-hmm. you know, so the so yeah. promise
1: is broken to the kids as well. And, you know, and then, then so, so it's, it's such a complex thing that, that like I was saying before, um, it has to be, there has to be an intervention of that of yeah. sort. And, you know, if people cannot get on the same page uh, sooner than later, it's just not going to work.
0: Yeah. Well, and you have to, like you said before, you have to value yourself enough, and especially if you have children that are that are being, if there's no uh, wanting to change or even talk about it, then it may be time to give them their space <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and right. you leave That's for a little right. while. So, do you help women with this with coaching um, when they're kind of in this position?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I do that. I do. I do a lot of talk. Um you know i I kind of go away from the from the one on one consultations um, because I feel like I, I mean I still do that, however um mm-hmm. i I tend to have the passion to help more people at the same time yeah, so many hours in a day right so yeah so I'm, I'm yeah. A, a fan of of group coaching and uh, and 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 speaking to larger audiences
0: mm-hmm. at a time
1: so I can help them you know help more people. That one. Yeah and and of course the book and you know uh, I mean trying yeah. to get this book to as many people as, as possible so so they know yeah. it's, it's not all all bad and and there's, there's hope and you know mm-hmm. I mean like you said value, valuing yourself and and, and self-care mm-hmm. and um taking care of yourself you know it it's key It is it is and I think You know, even sometimes,
0: um, I know I talk about this all the time, sometimes when we take care of ourselves, that energy kind of transfers to other people. So, like, even though you may have to walk away from him for two and a half years, that two and a half years was enough for him to obviously kind of realize, right, this is what I want, this is what I signed up for, and I'm going to work to fix it.
1: <laughs>
0: you know, and or, that's, or, that's you know, awesome.
1: Just, just, yeah, or, or just walk away, period, right? I mm-hmm. mean, if it's, you know, I mean, we're blessed that we're able to have a very good break. Well, if you can say that breakups are ever good, but yeah. you know, it was very unmunicable, right? Like there wasn't mm-hmm. weren't at each other's throats, like usually the, the people do or when they're getting separated mm-hmm. or divorced. Um, yeah. So, so it, like we we were very, um, like I said, we were very gentle with one another as much as we could. It was very painful, and you know, there was a mm-hmm. lot of anger and 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 all that that that's associated with with any separation or or, or breakup of of any type of relationship. However, mm-hmm. you know, um, we were able to still stay very respectful to one another and and compassionate, and and um, you know, and, and like I said, we were we were. Um, they're supportive of one another, and, and we never wanted for the other person to, you know, something bad happened to them, or we never tried to get the kids on, on our side, And like I was saying mm-hmm. earlier. So, so it was easier, yeah. much easier, because, you know, if certain things happen uh, in, a, in, a, in a breakup, then sometimes there's no going back. And that's right, you know, that's yeah. The, that's the way it's supposed to be, right? So I feel yeah. like everything happens for a reason. And not yeah. everybody is as lucky as as we are and, and we were able to re the whole thing and, and you know, and, and another thing is that we did not go back to the old marriage, right? So mm-hmm. we're very clear on that. We both did not wanna do the same thing over again and now with the yeah. the kids getting older, you know, like I mean I was I was very protective of the kids and, and, and so was John, right? And we we're very conscious mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. So so not 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 it's it's not for everybody, it's not all the time and it it happens very rarely that, that you know people actually go back together. So uh, yeah. But if it's possible if both both sides want to, then it's definitely possible and I mean anything can happen.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: exactly. So can you tell our listeners where they can find your book? Absolutely. So they can find me uh, they can find my book on Amazon. Uh, or they can go to my web- website directly at www.bentnotbroken.ca slash book.
0: Perfect. And they can order it there. And is it available as like an e-book or book uh, or uh, what do you so, call those? Uh, ebook, oh.
1: e-book on Amazon okay. or if somebody is looking for a hard copy, I'll be more than happy to, to send them a, a copy and uh, they okay. can purchase Perfect. that on my website. Yeah. Awesome.
0: Well, thank you so, so much for joining me. I won't take up any more of your time. I know you're a busy, busy lady. Um, Keep doing what you're doing and keep putting that word out there and helping people everywhere because I think it's awesome.
1: Thank you so much. Thanks for having me.
0: That was another great interview, as always. If you would like to find me, you can find me on my Facebook page, which is Raw Relationships. I also have a group on Facebook called Raw Relationships. This is a group where you can ask for advice and just get support from everyone in the group on everything relationships. Relationships with others as well as relationships with ourselves. Again, I really appreciate you taking the time to listen to my podcast and I look forward to bringing you many more Great interviews from experts all over the world.